Radio, celebrating our connection with our pet. The Get Your Licks on Route 66 tour with the North Shore Animal League, adopting animals. Very own Susan Sims will be reporting in just a few minutes. She's in Albuquerque this week. She'll be in Oklahoma City next week. If you're looking to adopt an animal, check out GetYourLicks.org. Find out where we're going to be next. I thank our friends at Purina, Bissell, 3M, Toyota, One Hope, and La Quinta for helping us with this tour here. And, of course, you can hear up-to-date reports weekly right here on Animal Radio. Let's go to line, is it three or four? Three. We're going to three and Jim. Hi, Jim. You're on with Dr. Debbie. Hi, Dr. Debbie. Um, I appreciate you taking my call. My wife had just called me. I'm at work. And she uh, says that she found five fleas on our dining room floor and one flea on our lab's head. Um, Growing up, I knew that, you know, if there's one, there's probably a thousand. Uh, we use the frontline uh, liquid that goes on the back of his shoulders. Yes. And um, I thought that was supposed to, you know, keep them away. But what, if anything, is there a flea bath or something I can use until, you know, Monday? Now, as far as I'm, I'm assuming you're you're concerned about the use of the spot-on type product because of some of the reports that are out now? Right. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess some of that, we, we still don't have the full information on what the EPA has is, is got and what their numbers are that they're looking at. The, the, the original cautions right now come with some general spot-on products for flea and text. And there's a, a wide range of different brands out there that are listed thing that we can't distinguish and that I I would hate for people to panic too much right now because some of those reports might be as minimal as skin irritation because the manufacturers are traditionally bound to report those reports, if it, whether it's a skin reaction or a severe reaction, an allergic reaction, um, or what have you. So I don't know that we have all that full information yet on which ones we have to really worry about. I traditionally, I'm very comfortable with the Frontline product. I use it here in my office, use it on my own dogs. Um, some of the problem with the flea tick products, um, and when it does cause a toxicity, there's a lot of causes of that. Um, improper usage, using it on the wrong animal, uh, wrong species, an unhealthy animal. So some of this we really got to look, step back a little bit and look at some of these claims and the concerns. Um, so right now I'm still using the front line on my dogs. I, I do not have a problem with that. I feel very comfortable, very safe about that. But you did ask about some alternatives for flea control. And if you're in a really heavy flea endemic area, it's tough because you do need to rely on some type of insecticide to help manage some of these problems. Um, but you can do things like, uh, you know, regular laundering of the pet's bedding and the, the materials that they sleep on. Flea combs are a great wonder, but you got a lot of work and you got to spend a drag that through your dog's hair coat. Um, yes. And then you can rely on some of the actual flea shampoos. But you, know, you got to keep in mind, all of those products have a toxicity point. So if you're using collars and shampoos and spot-ons, it isn't hard to create a toxic um, uh, event for a pet. So you, you really need to be cautious with that. Um, what about the carpet? Seen... I, that's what I'm worried about is because it always becomes a vicious cycle when they get in the carpet. You know, you think you've treated the pet and you've treated mm-hmm. all these areas, but they're growing the eggs in the carpet. How do you get rid of that? Uh, you know, getting a good... Um, um, 
pest control uh, person is probably one of the ways. You can vacuum and vacuum and vacuum daily, um, making it important to change out your vacuum bag because those little critters will live and breed in the vacuum bag itself. So that's another um, remedy. You can try things like you know steam cleaning, You know whether or not that actually kills them. It's probably more of a physical uh, dislodging of, of the eggs. Um, so those are things you can try in the home. Um, in some areas, they use foggers um, to treat the home environment. Um, and again, all of these products, we got to watch. There's a toxic point when we're adding all of these different things in. So it does mean to exercise some caution. And I would talk to your veterinarian about your pet. And as I mentioned, every animal is different. The worst thing you could do is take some type of flea and tick product from a dog and put it on a cat. They are very sensitive and they will develop problems more readily if you give them the wrong product that's intended for a dog. So make sure you make that decision with the, the work with your veterinarian there. Fantastic. Thank you very much. My pleasure, and thanks for the call. Very timely subject. We're hitting some really warm weather, so flea and tick concerns definitely on the forefront of our listeners, and thank you for the call. This is Dr. Debbie. Give us a call, 1-866-405-8405. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And we're all stumbling into the studio, Dr. Debbie. Well, she's not stumbling. She's actually the only one that's walking straight today. <laughs> Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Uh, Vlade the world famous Russian dog wizard, Vinnie Penn, animal communicator, Joey Turner, Susan Simswell. She's going to be checking in today from Albuquerque. I'm jealous. Uh, Route 66. Route 66. Get your Alexa. Hey, if you want to adopt what? a pet, by the way, if you're thinking of adopting a pet, and we're coming through, uh, you know, this whole Route 66 thing. I hear it's a it's a highway that actually goes all the way across the country. It's been around a while. I to think. Chicago. Yes. And we're going to stop all along this, right to, and I believe we're going all the way to Michigan. Is that correct, Judy? Uh, yes. The final destination is in Michigan. And we're adopting out pets the whole way. So you might want to hang tight until we get to your town. Yeah. Hey, we have uh, more Disney Pixar digital 3D uh, packages for you, including the TV shirt, the TV shirt, the T-shirt, the mini poster, <laughs> the movie hat. I knew what you meant. And the LeapFrog tag storybook. You always know what we mean, Bobby. What do you got coming up in the news? Uh, we're going to take a look at some good news for critter lovers and Southwest Airlines. Details coming up. Really? Critter lovers and Southwest Airlines? I cannot yes, wait. Remember, they were the ones that had the no pet policy. Yeah. We will update you on what they've done with that. Mm. Vlade's answering your most vexing dog behavior issue question thingies. Yurik, hi, Yurik. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Saul? Good. Where are you? In Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Okay. Well, you're on with Vlade, so if he if he can't cure your problem, no one can, okay? <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm trying to, to buy a, a baby lab. Okay. And, and I have about an acre in my house, and I was wondering if those underground fences, they're, they're good or they work or not. Yes, they work. They, they, are very, they are very popular in Midwest, in Michigan, where I'm from. Uh, people use it uh, with the great success. Here in California, people don't use it too much because they don't have a big backyard. But it's a great thing. I think in the very beginning, uh, it would be not fair to your dog to use something like that. And if you train the dog properly in the beginning, uh, you may need it. 
in the future because uh, Labrador Retrievers, they are loyal pets. They would like to stay with you, be with you, wherever you go, look in your eyes. <laughs> Daddy, what we're going to do next? <laughs> Daddy, we're going to do this. So basically, if you train your dog properly, your dog going to stay within your perimeter. You also can teach your dog stay within your perimeter. How to do that? Go to the local hardware store and get marking flags. Like yeah. exactly like those people who train for invisible fence. Put those flags yeah. all over your uh, backyard or whatever yeah. area you don't want your dog to pass in. After put your dog on the light line, like a clothesline, like you know, like uh-huh. almost like a rope string, so the dog would not really feel any weight. And um, like Bring your puppy to the searching areas, show her flags, make the, like, a scary noise. What happened? And just pull her back a little bit and check every, maybe every five, six feet of your territory and gradually decrease the number of the flags and and then gradually maybe drop the rope on the floor and approach toward. And once you approach to this area, clap your hands and make that squeaky noise and run backwards and do it many, many times. And eventually they're going to stay within that perimeter it's a simple it just takes time with invisible fence you can do it of course very quickly that you recommend for those fences uh, invisible fence uh, really is a, f- a flagship of this in this industry it calls invisible fence but okay. like uh, you mean they're good right yes they're good flagship and means well, flagship sorry for my Michigan accent well, but no, you see, my, I was the, in my family I was the black sheep and that, that's not a good thing. <laughs> I have no idea what you mean. But uh, <laughs> flagship. What was that? Invisible fence. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. And I have another question, if you don't mind. Yes. Are those, uh, the Labradors are, uh, are good dogs for be around kids? Oh, <laughs> great question. They are. The, the dogs can jump on Labrador Retriever. Excuse me. The kids can jump and lap from the car, which pull those ears around, like pull them. <laughs> and the Labradors will just, ah, that's, that stuff is fun. Let's do it again. I mean, uh, you know, this is the only breed which you don't, I don't really care. You get male or female. Normally, even though I'm not feminist, but I prefer female dog all the time. But in Labrador Retriever, you're not gonna get wrong with any of them. This is one of my best, best. And I, I would, I would think in the United States, almost everyone needs to have a Labrador Retriever. First of all, because they are Democrats, <laughs> they love everybody. Think everybody's a good guy. Let's have peace with everyone. They just, they just pets, you know, pleasure to be around. And number two, that's easy maintenance. They, it's just, it's just pleasure to have Labrador. It's a best choice. And if you would like to get more lethargic lab, get a British one, um, not American one. But you know, you can find some variety within. Within each, uh, you know, segment. I hope that helps you, Yurt. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Thanks for your call. Oh, you're most welcome. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hey, it's Vinny Penn on Animal Radio, coming to you with the Party Animal segment. I'm, I'm, I know I'm way late in this one, but I still can't get over it. Uh, seeing in the news a ways back, I think it was at one point in March. A big story going on about people who are leaving everything to their pets. The new new movement in their wills, they were leaving everything to their pets. And is is that allowable? Should you be able to do it? 
Uh, or maybe it was a local story to my neck of the woods, Connecticut, but I don't think so. But if it is new to you, or if you do know it, what are your thoughts on this, leaving everything to your pet? On the one hand, the miserable, bitter 41-year-old me loves it because it's like you're sticking it to so You're sticking it to your brother. You're sticking it to your sister. You're sticking it to your spouse. Like, I hereby leave everything to Rover. So take that. My 22-year-old beagle gets everything. You get nothing. But then there's another part of me that's keenly aware of the fact that that the people who are leaving everything to their pets are, like, in love with the dog and just want the world to know how much they love them. And can the dog comprehend the real estate market, how much he can get for the house? I mean, is the dog going to put the the house for sale um, and stand out in front? And would he be able to throw an open house? I don't know. Where does it go from there? Then again, I mean, what what other pets are you leaving everything to? You're leaving it to the cat. I mean, cats are territorial as it is. I got a gut feeling, cats. They're sharp creatures. They'll know. Like this is mine. So when that pissed off sibling comes in and decides to ignore the wishes of the deceased, everybody's got a sibling who ignores the wishes of the deceased, especially when it's a parent. And they come in and say, screw that. You know, this was mommy's and I'm taking it, even though she left it to you. That cat is going to drop on her back from the ceiling like a ninja. Never let her out of the house with grandma's necklace. Leaving everything to your pet. You left your brain, leave your brain to your pet. Donate your organs, major or, well, then again, anybody who's going to do that, what good is that brain? Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Hey, this is Brian Batillo. I play Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives. You're listening to Animal Radio. And please don't forget to have your pet spayed or neutered. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911 today. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Woof. 
Millions of homeless animals are waiting patiently in shelters to find new homes. Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America have teamed up for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Adoption Tour. This life-saving tour will cross the country to spread the word that adopting a shelter pet is the right choice. Special thanks to presenting sponsors Purina and the One Hope Network, plus supporting sponsors Bissell Home Care, Animal Radio, Toyota, the 3M Company, and La Quinta Inn and Suites. To learn more about this life-saving tour, visit GetYourLicks.org today. Please, adopt a shelter pet. It's the right choice. Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Vladimir, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinny Penn. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Susan Sims checking in from Albuquerque on the Route 66 tour. Bobby with news. Dr. Jim Humphreys and Britt Savage. The whole gang is here. And we're going to have a... uh, Oh, is this true? Another, Another week. Disney Pixar has teamed up with us. Animal Radio. All those good guys at Animal Radio, Disney, and Pixar for a Up package to celebrate the 3D movie Up. Which, uh, which, that's two weeks it's been out now. I've seen it 17 times. There goes my phone again. I wonder if it's, uh, Susan, Susan? Sims checking in. <laughs> Can you answer that, Guido? Thank you very much. She doesn't understand that I'm on the air. No, right she now. doesn't. She calls about this time every week. So we're going to have another one of these leapfrog tag storybooks featuring Carl Russell and all the kids from Up, the movie hat, the t shirt, the mini poster. This tag reading system bring the words and pictures of the movie, the book to life. They play learning activities that help build vocabulary and reading comprehension skills. You can learn more about the Disney movie, Disney.com slash up, and we'll have one of these leapfrogs to give away before the end of the show. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. An angry dog owner has filed a claim against the Hermosa Beach Police in the Los Angeles Superior Court. It all started when David Nichols, a quadriplegic, was walking his service dog on the beach. A hotel worker started yelling at him about not cleaning up after his dog. Nichols claimed the job belonged to the hotel worker, and then the hotel worker flagged down the police who ordered Nichols to stop his wheelchair. What happened next is in dispute. Nichols saying he was forced to the ground by the policeman, and the police report saying that he fell out of his chair during a struggle. Nichols is seeking compensation for what he says was a violation of his civil rights. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Radio 1-866-405-8405. That number all week, just in case you can't get through right now. We are there, of course, by email at the website. All of our email, including our Twitter information. I don't do the Twitter thing yet. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm probably not going to do the Twitter thing, so don't expect that. But if you want to follow News Director Bobby Hill or Fido Friendly's Susan Sims, you can do that. Head on over to the website. They have their own special little addresses. They're you, both twittiots. They are. I just found out that uh, Bobby, she's right over there. She can hear you, by the way. Just because she takes her headphones off doesn't mean just she wave. can't hear you. She uh, 
Twittered last week that she found a spider in her shower. Yes, she's Twittering about her shower activities. This is why I don't Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And she saved that spider. And I was thinking, I also have a spider in my shower that I have not touched. Have you ever had a spider in your shower? Have you just let it go? Hey, spiders are our friends. 1-866-405-8405. Speaking of Bobby, in just a few minutes, she's going to be talking about... uh, 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 the discerning palate of dogs. You know, we were just talking to somebody whose dog mm-hmm. is eating dog poop. Dog poop. Mm, yeah. Dog poop and cat poop. It happens, you know. Apparently, they're not that picky. And Bobby's done a little research on that, and we'll find out what her results are in just a few minutes. Which one are we going to? J.D.? Hi, J.D. Well, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Well, so far, so good. If this rain holds up, I'll be fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Where, where are you calling from today? As a matter of fact, uh, I happen to be in Nebraska on uh, I-80. Do you travel with your pet? Not when I'm in the big truck. Okay, okay. What's going on with you today? Case in point, I'm calling about a seven-month-old Shih Tzu and Maltese mix. Okay, and what's going on with your baby? Well, the little baby is, I think, a little spoiled. Uh, She's a little hyper. She's frustrated. Uh, we have another dog that we got at the same time, also uh, the same mix, only she's a month older. And whenever one dog has a chew bone and then the other dog has a chew bone, you know, drop the one that's in your mouth, the other one's got to be better, you know. So I Absolutely. want that. <laughs> um, but actually, the reason for the call is. We're having problems with our seven-month-old, and every time she gets in, and we have, a, now come on, doggy seats for them well, in the car. Very good. Mm-hmm. And hopefully seatbelts, too. And seatbelts, too, yes. Great. And they uh, they go around the, the harnesses for the dog, so there's, you know, uh, no problem with it, but she isn't in the car very long before she starts looking like she's going to barf and she does okay we've already been to uh, a vet out our way and the vet wants to first stop feeding the dog before you go someplace that's number one and Very number good, two good sense uh, they were thinking of some small pills I and he didn't he didn't tell us anything as to what the pills were but uh, what sparked uh, the call was I heard uh, somebody at the uh, pet thing today, and she was a holistic person, and mm-hmm. I was wondering if there's any holistic, something holistic that will settle this dog down. We mm-hmm. kind of feel she's uh, a little hyper, a little frustrated, and, okay. you know, maybe help her enjoy her trip like we all like to do okay well there's there's definitely a couple things you said that kind of first i wanted to jump in and interrupt you so pardon me if i started (laughs) Um, the one thing is you said that she's kind of an anxious gal um that she kind of gets excitable now one thing that's important to know with car sickness in dogs 
when they when they vomit or they get sick in a car, sometimes it truly is motion sickness that causes that, where their vestibular apparatus are kind of on a tilt-a-whirl, and they actually get sick from that feeling. Now, then, then there's the other dogs that actually are just getting freaked out, and they're anxious, and they may be drooling, and they may be hyperactive, and then they may end up vomiting because they're so freaked out, but it may not truly be a motion sickness issue. So there's different ways we go at treating this. If she kind of anxious, then I would want to make sure we do some simple things first, and that is actually conditioning her to short bouts in the car. It's the simplest thing you can do, won't require any money, any medication, or any supplements, and that is to spend small little snippets of time getting her into the vehicle, um, where right. you get into the car, sit down, get her seat belted, and then that's it, and then you go back into the house. You keep practicing that level of interaction. Then you build up to turning on the car engine while she's seated in there and then building it up to where you're just backing up out of the driveway so that that not an every time you get in the car doesn't mean she's going to be going out on a ride so that helps kind of train some of that anxiety and to helpfully decrease that for your pet now the next thing i think i learned something from you before and that is you know not every time you get in the car are you going to go to the vet yeah, yeah, and you know we wanted to get them out of that. We have we have triplet grandchildren, and they're nine years old now, and they love the heck out of the dogs. So what my wife does do is go and pick them up at school, and oh my gosh, you know it's old home week, <laughs> and it's you know that's just another deterrent, but getting them used to the car. Absolutely. That's very good. And then, you know, as far as I'm just kind of guessing, J.D., what your veterinarian might have been recommending, because there is actually a, a, a medication that is labeled for dogs for motion sickness, and, and that's a medicine called Serenia. Um, I've also used some anti-motion sicknesses, uh, medicines like Meclizine, which is over-the-counter, um, and then the good old Dramamine. So those are the medicines we can try. Now, you mentioned and you were inquiring about holistic remedies, which it's not necessarily my forte, but I can tell you there are some things that might be intriguing for you to try. Um, one of them is actually lavender oil, which um, there actually have been veterinary studies where they looked at this, and you basically take lavender oil, apply it to a rag or a towel, and just place that in the environment, so in the cab of the truck, and that has a calming um, effect for animals, and, and that's believed to be helpful. I uh, can't say we know for certain or not if it, if it works. The other thing would be that we can try pheromones and pheromones you may have heard me talk about on other shows that that is a scent hormone that is a calming effect uh, for the dog and that is something you can get in sprays or collars and use that in the same time that you're doing these training sessions whether or not you're driving and actually moving but you, you get them kind of calm about the whole experience about being in the vehicle. And then another holistic remedy um, is actually ginger. And, and this is something my grandma touted for years and years when I was younger. And um, I don't know that it ever helped us children, but, you know, grandma would always be nibbling on that ginger. Um, so we can actually give that to dogs. And it, there's different forms and different dosages and so forth, so we probably can't go through all of that right now. But um, I've even known people that give ginger snap cookies as a way to get the ginger in the pet, um, as long as you don't mind the possibility. Yeah, and although I'd say 
ginger ale would probably be hard to get enough of ginger in without giving her a lot of bubbles and maybe right. tummy upset. And that's even the downside with the ginger snap cookies is that, you know, if you're nauseous, you're going to have that cookie to have to come up down the road. Yeah, so right. so some of those sure. remedies might be helpful for you. And, uh, you know, if that doesn't work, you know, I'd say pick up that phone, call your veterinarian, and see if you want to try one of those medications as an alternative. But uh, happy trails, and I hope that works for you and your babies there, J.D. Thanks for the call. This is Dr. Debbie at Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Across America, thousands of homeless dogs, puppies, cats, and kittens are waiting patiently in shelters. Each animal needs a special person, like you, to receive a new lease on life and to find a safe and loving home. Now, Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America have teamed up for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Adoption Tour. This life-saving tour will travel across the entire length of historic Route 66 to spread the word that adopting a shelter pet is the right choice. This tour will stop in many cities along the route to host adoption events so hundreds of animals can find permanent homes. Our special thanks to presenting sponsors Purina and the Purina One Home Network and supporting sponsors Bissell Home Care, Animal Radio, Toyota, the 3M Company, and La Quinta. Our sponsor support helps make this life-saving tour possible. To learn more about the Get Your Licks on Route 66 Adoption Tour and when the tour may be visiting a city near you, visit GetYourLicks.org today. And please, adopt a shelter pet. It saves a life, and it's definitely the right choice. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Paul V. Hill for Animal Radio. Remember when Lassie would come running home barking every time little Timmy fell down a well? That's not true. That's not true. But go on. It is true. Blewett the Lab was barking up a storm two weeks ago near his home in Wenatchee, Washington. When his owner followed Blewett down the trail near the river, they found an old dog who was barely alive. The tag said he was 11-year-old Pepper who had apparently fallen in the river while getting a drink and he'd been missing for two days Hmm. before Blewett found him. Pepper's recovering, and Blewett, as it turns out, was himself abandoned and rescued by his current owners last March. The name was Blewett? Blewett? Yeah, Blewett. Well, I'm going to spell it. It's B-L-E-W-E-T-T, not like, you know, he blew it. Okay. Thanks, Hal. There's something very slithery about the Everglades lately. It's the ever-growing population of non-native Burmese pythons. Mm. The estimated 150,000 snakes are making themselves at home and flourishing in the sensitive wetlands. Wildlife biologists suspect the snakes were dumped there in the Everglades by pet owners who abandoned them and who obviously outgrew them. They now pose a significant threat to the Key Largo wood rat and the wood stork, both both of them listed as endangered species. And a tourist visiting New Zealand's South Island lost his passport to a brazen parrot. The Kia variety parrot snatched the Scottish man's passport out of his bag from a tour bus luggage compartment and flew off into the dense brush with the documents. The British High Commission in Wellington says it could take a couple of months, along with $250, to replace the purloined passport. Police, meanwhile, said the passport has not been recovered, although they continue to look for the suspect in the Fiordland rainforest. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? 
Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Hello, this is Loretta Swift, and I'm on Animal Radio. And please don't forget, stay and neuter. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is where dogs rule and cats are king. And the iguana is the status symbol of choice over the BMW. one 405 to talk to Dr. Debbie, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joey Turner. Uh, I'd put you through to Susan Sims, but she's on the road today in Albuquerque, part of the Route 66 tour. What does it say over there? What's the, what humane society is she at? She's at the Animal Humane Association of New Mexico on Virginia Street in Albuquerque. If you're anywhere along stop Route by. 66, yeah, please, please stop by. We go to line four. The last time we heard about Bo Obama was when? Was when he actually entered the White House. So it's actually, it was the, there was a big, big, huge news focus on Bo Obama. Yes. The first dog. Yes. For started, which started in March, yes, and then it kind of just faded away. So we haven't really heard much of Bo. No, doesn't have a TV show yet. I'm sure that will happen. I mean, have you looked at TV lately? (laughs) This book came across my desk about two days after that news event called First Dog. It just amazes me how fast someone can publish a book these days. It's a cute little kid's book, and it's a father-daughter team, I believe, yes. that wrote it. Pat and Beth. Hi, Pat. Beth. Hi. How are you? Good. How Hi. Are you? How are you guys? Oh, we're good. Great to be here. Well, tell us about the book. First of all, was the book in preparation prior to the dog taking residence at the White House? It right, actually Beth. was. It actually was. Yeah, so, um, uh, ironically... Uh, we had a story in the works about a dog traveling the world to find the perfect place to live, and um, it came across the publisher's desk right as the president made an announcement that the uh, girls were going to be getting a puppy to bring home to the White House. So then, as he made that announcement, we knew where our puppy was going to end up finding his home. <laughs> ah, okay. So in the, in the mock-up of the illustrations, did you have the Portuguese water dog and maybe some other dogs set to go? Yes, actually, Tim Bowers, our illustrator, 
um, had drawn first a uh, tan labradoodle <laughs> uh, <laughs> because uh, that's what uh, that's what the speculation was, uh-huh. and then then Michelle, right at the very uh, uh, you know the final minute, uh, I sent him an email because I had seen that Michelle Obama had said that she was leaning toward a Portuguese water dog, uh-huh. so he changed it and. Uh, Put the hair dryers on his oil painting and and uh, got the thing ready and <laughs> shipped it off to FedEx. So wow, it's a children's book. It's very beautiful. I wish this wasn't radio. I wish it was TV. I pulled it up to the microphone here so you could see it, but it would do it no justice. Father daughter team is that's kind of unique. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've actually that's my that's my day job. I I've written sixty books, uh, children's picture books, but this is the first one. Uh, that we've ever collaborated on, and and Beth came to me with the idea. It was her idea, and we wrote the book together. Um, but uh, uh, she she gets all the credit for coming up with the idea. Are you guys doing anything special with the proceeds from this book? Well, not exactly the proceeds, but we definitely um, the publisher Sleeping Bear Press has been incredibly supportive of uh, you know some of the PR that we've done. So, for example, I live in Portland, Oregon, and uh, mm-hmm. my launch uh, book signing launch. We partnered with a local shelter uh, called the Pixie Project, and all of the books that were sold at the um, event went back and supported the Pixie Project, and we donated some books for that event as well. So, um, yeah, we've tried to we've tried to you know do our part to raise awareness for um, shelters and the need for animal adoption uh, wherever we you know wherever we can along the way here. We dedicated the book to the uh, to the rescue community because. uh, we just think it's important that people find these lost and abandoned dogs. And uh, so uh, if there's a message in the book, uh, that that's it. We, we just want uh, people to raise their consciousness about uh, the plight of, of lost and abandoned dogs. Yeah, it's too bad that the first dog isn't actually one of those dogs. Let's uh, go ahead and give 10 of these away. If you have a a child that uh, would be engaged by this, it's called First Dog. It's a beautiful, colorful, well-illustrated book. You can learn more at firstdogwhitehouse.com. Ten copies at 1-866-405-8405. If you can't get through, head on down to your bookstore, amazon.com. If they don't have it, it's probably because they're sold out. Ask them for First Dog. Thank you so much. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to get through to us. Bobby Hill working on news there. She's also our social networking butterfly. You can follow her Twitter if you want. Join me, Twitter. Now, when you Twitter, you're actually on. able to Twitter to one person, or do you Twitter to everybody when you Twitter? You you Twitter, they've just changed it. You're now Twittering to who your group of followers are, because uh, otherwise it was just too huge, because there's millions of people on this insane thing. What kind of things do you Twitter about, Bobby? Trying to convince Hal 9000... To join us, Twittyits. That's how long we've known each other. That's right. So does it show up like in your email box or you have to go to a special site to get your... You have to be on Twitter.com. And what this is, is it's just a massive IM system, instant messaging. I don't know if I want to type that in. Type in Twitter.com. Go to Twitter.com. Slash. And then if you want to come to me, then go slash Bobby Hill, B-O-B-B-I-E Hill. No space in between. And it will take you to my lovely profile page. You see, for me, I'm uh, if I want to send a message somewhere, I use huh? this thing that I'm talking into right now. It seems to hit a lot of a people. A microphone? Yes. Wow. It seems to hit a lot of people. 
the fun about Twitter is you can have it on your phone, so it, it goes beyond just your instant messaging and text messaging your friends. In one fell swoop, y- you can talk to a million people, which is a little mind-boggling, but there's a couple people on here who have, have crossed the million mark, which one of them is Ashton Kutcher. The other one is Larry King. They had a contest to see who could get to a million first. Ashton won. Ah, ah. Well, let's, so you let's have get a bunch of followers for Bobby. What do you see? What, okay. what is this stuff? There's like Kevin Spacey like, and Bob talking Thomas. About these, yep. these are the guys that are they join in. I mean, and most of them are legitimate. You have to be careful because some people have signed on claiming to be, you know, George Clooney. Wasn't really George Clooney. Yeah, I didn't think. What some about Deepak people, Chopra? Uh, that is really Deepak Chopra. He okay. is really on there. So is Yoko okay. Ono. So is Alyssa Milano. What about Eddie Twitter's Izzard? like crazy about the Dodgers. No, no, wait, wait, wait a second. Eddie Izzard here. Now, how do you know these people Eddie are real? Eddie Izzard. How do you know they're real, not just using you got to check it out. You how have do you to check do a little, it out? Well, if you go ahead and check Eddie their Izzard website. There, if that's Eddie Izzard, we need him on Animal Radio. He's yeah. one of the funniest oh, comedians I know. Yeah. Isn't he hysterical? He's hilarious. <laughs> okay, Bobby, twi- Twitter him and get him on the show. Uh, here's a, here's the All thing. right, I will do that. Judy spends uh, a good six hours a day picking up the phone, calling the celebs. And let's let's face it, she's got some good celebs. She got Jenna Fisher. She got Glenn Close. It appears that uh, we really have another fishnet here for pulling in yes, the celebrities. Absolutely, especially because most of them have lovely little furry beasties, and they will talk about them. Well, then Twitter these people and say, ask them if they want to come on an animal radio and talk about animals. Yeah, but make sure. They are who they are because, you know. Yes, I will. Because, yes, yeah, recently some people have been outed as imposters. And and I blame Twitter for not policing it better. I blame Twitter. And they have since cleaned up their act. <laughs> Very good. Okay, if you want to follow Bobby, it's twitter.com slash Bobby Hill. We'll put a link at animalradio.com. Dr. Debbie's on the way. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Across America, thousands of homeless dogs, puppies, cats, and kittens are waiting patiently in shelters. Each animal needs a special person, like you, to receive a new lease on life and to find a safe and loving home. Now, Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America have teamed up for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Adoption Tour. This life-saving tour will travel the entire length of historic Route 66 to spread the word that adopting a shelter pet is the right choice. This tour will stop in many cities along the route to host adoption events so hundreds of animals can find permanent at home. Our special thanks to presenting sponsors Purina and the One Hope Network and supporting sponsors Bissell Home Care, Animal Radio, Toyota, the 3M Company, and La Quinta Inn & Suites. Our sponsor support helps make this life-saving tour possible. To learn more about the Get Your Licks on Route 66 Adoption Tour and when the tour may be visiting a city near you, visit GetYourLicks.org today. And please, adopt a shelter pet. It saves a life and it's definitely the right choice. 
celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang's here. If this is your first time, welcome to Animal Radio. We celebrate our connection with our pets every week. one 405 it uh, doesn't spell anything. Kaflugana, I think Bobby came up with that. Kaflugana. Bobby, of course, being our news director, she's working hard on news right now, and she's our little social networking butterfly, mm-hmm. as well her as Twitterer. Her, uh, Twitterer. Yeah, here. she's a twittyet. Susan Sim, she's kind of our travel gal. She's on tour right now, Route 66, adopting animals, and she checks in from Albuquerque later. She's in Oklahoma City next week. What do I got to, got to do to get on tour? You know, it sounds like so prestigious there. Do you remember the size of the straw you picked? That That's directly <laughs> proportionate to who goes on tour. Yeah, so I get to stay at work, huh? Yeah. Animal communicator Joy Turner, yeah, we got to answer questions pretty much. Uh, we have listeners that depend upon us, especially you, Dr. Debbie. Absolutely, I know. <laughs> Vinny Penn on the way, Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and right now, your calls at one 405 8405 Hi, Frank. How are you? Doing good. How are you all doing? Good. How can we help you today? Well, I've got a toy carrier, Jack Russell, whatever you want to call him. Uh-huh. And he sheds quite a bit. Uh-huh. I've heard a lot on that Dynovite. Di- yeah. Dynovite. Yeah. Can we get the Dynovite uh, fanfare, please? See, this is the uh, weekly Dynavite call, I imagine. You're new to Animal Radio, huh? Yes. Well, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Dr. Debbie, tell us what you think. Well, you know, we have so many calls come in about Dynavite, partly because they spend an enormous amount on advertising, I think. But it's a very interesting concept that we can feed something um, to help and or correct a problem. Now, the reality with dog shedding is, and the bad news here is, we can't stop it. It's going to always happen. And hair, especially in a Jack Russell, it's very short, very dense, and it has a continual cycle of replacement. So that's going to always go on. We can't stop that. Nothing I feed my dog is going to stop that replacement of hair. What we can improve upon is we can improve on the quality of hair coat. And a hair coat that's dry, brittle, um, or that doesn't have a good luster, supplements definitely can have some value there. And you might see the added benefit of maybe less shedding because the hair coat is in better health state. So for any nutritional supplement, I'm on board if you got those problems and you're battling not the thing I'm not really on board with, and Dynavite is, unfortunately, they kind of thrust their, their name out there quite a bit, is that there's a lot of other health problems that I don't feel that we have solid proof that this product corrects. So I think there's some great things you can do, and I would say a fatty acid supplement will be a wonderful thing for a quality of a pet's hair coat. Dynavite does have something along those lines, so I don't have qualms with that. And if you want to try it for that purpose, then I'd say go for it. But nothing will fix that hair and that shedding. So pull out a good brush and do some regular brushing techniques and you'll still get a really good benefit from that in helping disperse the natural oils of your pet's hair coat. I hope that's not too much of a bad news for you on that one. We, we actually have a uh, post-answer uh, exit survey here, Frank. Uh, what kind of food do you currently feed your animal, your dog? I, I feed him the science diet. So it's a, it's a good quality food there. Okay, just want to make sure. Oftentimes when we hear people call and they say, does this Dynavite work? We'll ask them off the air, what kind of food are you feeding them now? And it'll be like uh, Old Roy. Junk. Or, junk food. And you, really, if you have yeah. a nice, good, solid food to begin with, that's the best you can do. That's the best yeah, you can I've, do. Yeah, I've had him on that ever since he was a puppy. one 405 Hope we helped you a little bit. Thanks for listening today. We appreciate it. Dr. Debbie's at your beck and call, along with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby, Dr. Jim, and Britt. 
celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole family's here, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, often giving us great ideas to calm our pets. Same ideas that work for us, like, uh, well, like music, mm-hmm. for instance. You're always talking about that music, my pet, Vlade, aren't you? Yes, it is, because, uh, you know, it's a, as a matter of fact, it's very popular in Europe, uh, this approach. Uh, it's called music therapy. We we use it a lot uh, in order to calming nervous, anxious pets for all type of the behavior problems. And you know what? Uh, I use it with the great success in the ba- in the past, but nothing, nothing was close unless I met the gentleman from uh, Music My Pet. Oh, Tom. Uh, yeah, yes, Tom, Tom. Hello. Hi, Tom. Hi, how are you? This guy? <laughs> yes, yes, he is. He is. And what? Ha- how it's happened? He, he. You know, uh, being celebrity in this field, I'm. You know, as we all know, people sending you a lot of products and asking to test it, and after calling you and asking some, you know, endorsement and such and such. And you know, guys, and everybody knows me for honesty and integrity. I will never put my name on something which doesn't work. But honestly, I myself called to the Tom and said, you remember Tom? And I said, listen, yes. this is just <laughs> this is this amazing product uh, because uh, most of my clients' dogs, they are nervous. They have a separation anxiety. They're barking nonstop and chewing the merchandise in their home and... Uh, you know, dogs left alone, and this product and this, excuse me, not uh, this uh, music works as nothing else uh, I haven't I ever I ever tried in my life. So I, I became uh, firsthand. Uh, um, how put it? In you're the a, you're a fan. You're a big fan. Exactly. Of it. I'm a little bit yeah, a little bit nervous because you know, uh, Tom. Thank you so much for doing this because you know I, I really enjoy this music and my clients enjoy it uh, because they are benefit benefiting uh, their pets benefiting in a big way by using this music. Tell us what kind of music is it? Is it uh, is it soft music? What kind of instruments are used? How do we know it appeals to our pets? What is their reaction? Obviously, they get mellowed and calmed by it. Sure. It's a couple of things. One, it's primarily classical music from uh, 18th, 19th century, uh-huh. uh, those centuries. And the instruments that are used are instruments that I researched that have been proven to have calm, uh, calming effects on both uh, humans as well as pets, like a classical guitar, uh, piano, uh, flute. Harp has been known to be a sound that helps in healing pets. Um, but the idea, and I guess what I would hope to try, try to uh, give some information on today is that, you know, you can't just put on any classical music and expect it to work. Mm. Because if you put on Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, you might scare the dog right out of the house. <laughs> so the key is sifting through the music which I've done and making sure that all of the harmonic content, all of the sounds, the chords that are in the, the composition itself, have a calming effect. And the way you really test that, I mean, you can do all the homework you want, but the the proof in the pudding is to put it on and see how an animal reacts. So who's That's your test dog? Who is your test dog? You must have one, two test dogs. I actually sent, when before we released the CD, before it was even commercially available, I sent out a number of these for beta testing. Uh, with people that I knew that had pets and, and even people I didn't know or through, uh, so, you know, recommendation because I wanted to get an honest feedback on what people's experiences were when they tried the CD. I'm thinking this would be good for uh, separation anxiety especially. 
It's very good yes. for that because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's actually targeted for that because that's the most common experience I think a pet has is when the owner leaves the house or goes on vacation or goes to work. You know, in a, I think in a dog's mind, it, it, if you look at their face, it's like the last time they think they're going to see you, mm-hmm. which is actually part of a, a George Carlin skit. They must think we're going to be gone forever. Otherwise, why would they act the way they do when we finally get home? Oh boy, 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 oh boy. I thought you were never going to come home. I thought you were never going to come home. I thought you were never going to come home. I thought you were never going to come home. I didn't know what to do. You know what? I didn't know how to operate the can opener. How do you operate the can opener? I didn't know what to do, man. What do you push it down? I couldn't think of it. You know what? You know what I did? I took a can of dog food and I rolled it down the hill and hope a truck ran it over. That's all I can think of, man. I mean, they'll do that if you even just forgot your hat. You come back in eight seconds. Oh, boy, oh boy, I thought you were never going to come home. I thought you were never going to come home. I was going to eat your bird. I couldn't find the bird. Where the f*** the bird? And you leave the bird. Will you stop it? I was just here. But anyway, they get, they get very nervous, and, and I guess they're, maybe they don't think you're coming back. So Tom, what the music does it right away is to try to calm them. And Pat, a lot of first-hand experience that the music works not just for separation anxiety, which was designed originally, but also for most common behavior problem in dogs. It stopped the dog from excessive barking, excessive chewing when the dogs is like chewing mm. the household merchandise. You know, even uh, you know digging. People, some of my clients, this turn out it's loudly, a little bit loudly. Enough so the dogs would hear it in the backyard. So it really works as the magic, calm them down. And uh, a lot of people just, you know, tell me they could not say enough thank you for the great and great uh, music which you guys created. Yes, like I said, back in Europe we used uh, more harp, harp music. Yeah, yeah because that's what how, when you push those strings, that's emitting special waves to calm the dog down. But I, in comparison, your product, your music, it, you know, just it's unlike anything I ever tried. That one works ten times better than the harp music. So I saw endorse it, and I saw the result in my own eyes with my own dog. As a matter of fact, and many, many of my clients and friends uh, use it with their own dog. Great product. Thank you so much, Tom. Well, you know Thank how you much you know how much uh, music can affect you. Uh, let's say you're driving home from work and you put in that rock and roll song that just makes you feel really good, or after a big day you want to calm down with some music, or they actually used music as uh, as torture, and they used it in uh, Guantanamo, didn't they? They had uh, they, 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 I believe they played some sticks over <laughs> and over. No, that's what I. Hear. But it's uh, we know we know basically that uh, music is very effective for us. So why not the pet? Of course it is. Music, my pet is the CD. What's the website? Where can people learn more, Tom? Uh, they can learn more at www.musicmypet.com. Okay, and I'm going to do a little experiment now. I'm going to give away one of these CDs now if you want to pick up on it at one 405 Let you uh, try it out in your dog. You report back. Let us know how it worked, how it calmed your pet. Music My Pet. And, of course, we link to everything that you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Tom, thank you so much. Thanks thank for having you, me. More Animal Radio on the way. is Animal Radio Network.
Radio. One wacky family of animal lovers. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical question, Vladi. You know where I'm at now. I, I'm, yeah, I'm here and I'm present. Yes. <laughs> Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby, uh, Britt, we're all here at one 405 8 405, and we have, uh, I'm having so much trouble today. Hi, Lee, how are you? Hi, I'm doing pretty good. How are y'all doing today? Very good. How can we help you? Yeah, I had a question for Dr. Debbie. I got a three-year-old uh, Boston Terrier, and about two nights ago, she went outside, and she come back in, and she was limping, and we didn't really think that much of it that night. We figured that she just got, but the, the next day, her paw up to her, her shoulder was, uh, was uh, you know swollen really bad, and we called mm-hmm. our vet about it, and he said it sounded like a snake bite to give her Benadryl, which the swelling has gone down. But I was wondering, should we be worried about any kind of infection? Oh, geez. Yeah, definitely. Gosh. So, I mean, if it was a snake bite, your baby got off very lucky because um, a lot of pets don't survive snake bites. So I guess that's the first thing that if you ever, ever suspect a snake bite, get your little babies to the veterinarian. Your vet vet didn't say come in? No, no, he just said that usually if they don't get bit, like around the facial area or in the mouth, that usually a snake bite... Well, that's what he told us. That usually a snake bite. That all he would do is give her any histamine. Uh, you live in a town like with that. more than one vet. Yes. Find the other vet. All right. Well, as far as the big concern with snake bites is, you know, there are different different toxic potentials for different snakes. So maybe he knows something that I don't know about the snakes in your particular area. But when we're talking about things like the, the rattlesnakes, which are big in my Las Vegas area, those we do not mess around with because it could be a matter of just a few hours and a pet can die from a snake bite. So the, the main effects tend to be we see swelling, we see pain, and we can see a potential for infection. So yes, any snake bite that I see, my patients get put on antibiotics, but they get a whole heck of a lot more. So they can go into shock, so we give them IV fluids. We do give them antihistamines, but there's even antivenom, which is very important for some pets in helping to survive those uh, snake bite uh, misadventures, if you will. Um, so, yeah, I usually, this is another one of those emergencies. I don't hold back, and it, it's it's something we treat very aggressively because, um, you know, pets can die very quickly from that. Now, that being said, you know, um, your vet is definitely correct, and I agree with the fact that, you know, bites on the head and the face are more serious because it's a much quicker uh, path to the brain, if you will. And so pets that are larger or have bites on extremities may not have a serious uh, a response, but you know, you can have that individual who is, uh, you know, your your Aunt Betty who's allergic to bees. And if she gets stung, she goes into anaphylactic shock. And this can happen to any dog that has a as a snake bite, you just don't know which one's going to have that horrible reaction. Doesn't mean everyone's going to, but it means you need to take take that injury with the respect it deserves and get your pet to the vet. So, is that enough of okay. a lecture from me? I don't know. <laughs> well, we we actually never could find you know a puncture wound or anything, and we said we're not really sure if it was a snake because she had an allergic reaction like to a insect bite. 
Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if you don't see, you know, some telltale bite wounds, some draining sores, th- then it might not necessarily be a, a snake bite that, for your pet situation. But, yes, you yeah. can have a really big swollen up leg. Um, you know, in our areas, we have um, uh, scorpions, which can cause yeah. a pretty good, even allergic reaction in some dogs. And that can even be life-threatening for some pets. But um, if we're suspecting it might have been a bee sting or some other kind of fire ant envenom- envenomation, something like that. Then you know something like an antihistamine is very appropriate, um, but yeah, I, I don't hesitate if I'm worried that there's a snake or you know that that you have snakes in your area. Those are definitely the big red flags to be ready and, and be aware. Okay, Lee. Last week we had a we had a guy that called in. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This was a story that Bobby reported about a guy whose dog got bit. He sucked the venom out of the leg of the uh, near, uh, the bite, mm-hmm. the, and then he got sick himself. And they both ended up at the hospital. So that's yeah. another thing yeah. you don't want to do. Not recommended. Definitely. <laughs> Doctor Debbie's at your beck and call, along with Vlade, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby, Doctor Jim Humphreys, and Britt Savage at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I wish you would tell me when we're on the air. I'm not talking baby talk to mine. Well, I think everyone else should have to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) Let everyone else listen to what I have to hear all the time. It's animal radio. so manly. We're all like that. What? You've never talked baby talk to your pet. They hate it, by the way. They really hate it when you do that. They're like, why won't you talk to me like a normal human? one 405 to talk to Dr. Debbie. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinnie Penn. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Phones are re- really ringing off the hook for her this weekend. They're Feast crazy. or famine. Yes. Also, Susan they Sims. She'll be checking in from Albuquerque, part of the Route 66 store with Fido Friendly and North Shore Animal League. Dr. Jim Humphreys and Britt Savage all on the way. And? <laughs> and? Well, you know, I just... Brain fart. I'm sensing a very large pause. What happened? How would you fall? He stepped on that part of the floor that sucks people into the fourth dimension, didn't I he? I was just yeah. handed this note that you wanted Thursday off. I thought, well, at first I it's was like... for a good reason. First, do I mention this on the air? What is it? Tell us. It is the uh, San Diego Zoo's Wild Animal Park flight line. Flight it's line. one of those zip lines. Zip line. Where you Not familiar with the zip line, Bobby. Okay, think think South America rainforest where they uh, take you about 400 feet above the uh, floor and you're hanging onto this wire and you're just kind of zipping across. Like a gondola, wow. right? Oh, how fun. Are no, you- gondola. You're just sort of sitting in a swing. This a is sw- the coolest ride. It's brand new at the Wild Animal Park and it's booked out almost consistently. It's two-thirds of a mile long. Wow. It starts 400 feet above the, the floor of the Wild Animal Park. So I'm going to soar over the Ash, Asian and African enclosures and hopefully not make an unscheduled landing in them. Because <laughs> Is this like a chairlift? To. I'm trying to, to envision it. Okay, rather than, yes, thinking chairlift, only gravity is pulling you down the other way yep. at a, a pretty good clip. I'll just put it that way. So is it like a so, ride or is it... Uh, yeah, it's like a ride. It's like a young very kids? green... Well, no, I believe you got to be 18 to okay. do this. Okay. And less than 250 pounds. I believe those are the only requirements. How long does it last? It lasts, and this is where where the weight factor plays in, because you can. It, it's designed to let you soar like a condor, so you can enlarge your body mass, as it were, to kind of slow yourself down, or you can speed up. So the ride literally can go anywhere 
from three and a half minutes to one and a half minutes. It depends Whoa. on you. Is that why you're the, cramming down all those cheeseburgers in the booth today? Honey, this is the one time I want my big fat butt to play, you know, in, in my favor. But I kind of want to go slow. So I'm, I want to see the animals. And the good thing about this, not only is it a green adventure uh-huh. at the San Diego Zoo's Wild Animal Park, a third of the proceeds go to save the California condor. Oh, very good. Very good so yeah. it's a good thing. How can you say no, Hal? I can't say no. You can take Thursday off and uh, let thank it, you. But you got to come back. If you don't hear from me, please check on me. <laughs> I'll do because that. I will do that. I, I may be hanging out with the zebras. <laughs> what do we got coming up in the news this hour? Uh, we're going to take a look at some good news for summer travelers who don't like to leave their furry little friends behind. Details coming up for you in the news. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Susan Sims, by the way, adopted our pets a part of the Route sixty six tour that's happening across the country. She's in uh, Albuquerque this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'll speak to her in just a few minutes. And next weekend, she's where is she next weekend? She's going to be in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Oh, so if you're listening in Oklahoma City and you want to adopt a pet, hang tight. Next weekend, we'll be out there with a whole bunch of great animals looking for homes. Doctor Debbie, you ready to answer some calls? Yeah, I'm here and ready. Hi, Lisa. Hi there. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you for having uh, having my call. Of course. How can we help you? Uh, well, I have a 13-year-old dog that was... Di- she's a terrier mixed mutt and diagnosed with lymphoma in November, and I put her through the course of chemo per the, mm-hmm. the cancer vet, and um, she's in total remission right now, six months later, and I was just wondering if there's any nutritional supplements or food or... Any adjunctive therapy that you would suggest to keep her up and running because she's doing so well right now, and I'm just uh, just love her. Oh, super! Well, congratulations on, on, on winning this battle here so far, and 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 for lymphoma patients, um, you know, this is a disease we see in people too. Um, and just to kind of back up, it, it's a cancer involving the lymph system. So, for some animals with lymphoma, we can see problems where their lymph nodes get really big, uh, whether they're external on the body or internal in the body. It can infect other organs as well. So, was that the case for your baby? Uh, yes, her lymph nodes popped up, and uh, that's when I took it to the vet, and I had an idea what was going on because I'm in the medical profession myself. But also the vet told me, the cancer vet told me that she was in stage 3, I believe, because she had splenic involvement in that. Mm-hmm. Her her abdomen was uh, swollen and, like, hemorrhagic-looking in her spleen side, on her left side. So she told me yeah. I think it was stage 3 or 4. Yeah, so involving different different aspects of the body. Um, but you had a good question there as far as about what else can we try to try to help our cancer patients. And, and the important thing that I want to make a distinction is when you're in... Um, when your pet is in, in chemotherapy for uh, lymphoma, there's some things we're not going to do, and we're certainly not going to try to stimulate the immune system in any way. But when we're in remission and we're having some good success, um, there is actually a diet, um, an actual prescribed diet out that is designed for dogs fighting cancer. And the idea with that is we want to feed the healthy cells and not the cancer cells because that's one of the big problems with any cancer patient is they get scrawny, lose muscle weight, um, and we want to try to combat that. Um, that diet, if you check with, um, it's a science diet food called ND, N slash D. Um, basically, that's a, it's got a low carbohydrate, high fat, um, and it's especially rich in omega-3 fatty acids. So 
kind of goes into the rest of my uh, probably my answer would be that um, outside of that diet, because um, not every dog can tolerate it, I will add fish oils, um, and that is a very good thing when pets are in remission to try to help them fight um, the cancer. And then there's some other antioxidants that I'd probably look at getting into and getting a good um, kind of a multivitamin that will have that. Um, those two things, the multivitamin uh, with antioxidants and the fish oil would probably be the two big things, but you can kind of simplify it by just going with that diet alone. Excellent. Actually, we're already on fish oil. <laughs> oh, good. And, uh, I do home-prepared meals for her with the uh, chicken, lean beef chicken or fish, and vegetables, variety of vegetables. Good. And that's, you know, a lot of some of these things that we know from human medicine kind of cross over to veterinary medicine. So, yeah, the good antioxidants in fruits and vegetables. How do we measure that? And how do we know how that helps our, our pet patients? Mm, don't know. But if it seems to work for people, you know, I don't see a problem for uh, crossing over and using that for your pet. Um, and, uh, you know, definitely in, in, in your experience, I'm sure in the human field, um, there's some things that we know work, some things we can't explain. And uh, sometimes herbal medicine there's there's a lot out there that i probably um can't explain and, and give the best uh, descriptions but there are specific herbal vets that can give you some other suggestions that might be uh things that we can try as well to help uh through the cancer remission phase okay excellent actually i do very go good. to a holistic vet in sarasota florida where we live and she has been very very helpful too so excellent i appreciate your input and um I just hope she stays in remission for a long, long time. Sounds like you're doing everything you could possibly do. So okay, well, it, that makes me feel good. Yes. Absolutely. So, yes, keep up your good work, Lisa, and um, definitely uh, give her a good hug for us because um, you know, it's a cancer close to my family. So uh, we've, we've been through that. And uh, keep your chin up. Think positive thoughts. That goes a long way, humans oh, and animals. Yes. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're waiting for your call at 1-866-405-8405. Ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solution Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved Rapid Response Formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Hi, this is Bill Marr. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. 
Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www. MusicMyPet.com or call 1 877 Pet Calm. You are listening to Animal Radio, you lucky dog, you. 1 405 8405. If you're brand new, well, welcome. It astounds me there are brand new listeners. All the time, every week. I think we pick up a few. To my right is Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. To my left, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Judy Francis, putting it all together with Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims, she's on the road in Albuquerque this week. Bobby's working on news. And Dr. Jim Humphreys, I think he's, uh, is he here today? We'll find out in a few minutes. Britt Savage working her way into the studio. And I see that Bobby's working on a story about a bird that took off with this guy's passport. Now he can't get back <laughs> home. All the details on the way in just a few minutes. One eight six. 6405-8405 to talk to any one of the dream team. One thing that I've noticed, Judy, about your dog, yes. and I've learned about dogs in general. I was kind of a cat guy until you got your dog. Uh-huh. One thing I've learned is they love it when there's a boss. There's somebody who's going to show them the way to go. Uh-huh. They, they like authority. They It's strange because most people, people don't like that. People want to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. But dogs find comfort and solace like in a small kennel. That's their little place to hang out or mm-hmm. a little crate. I see how you learn a lot from me. Yes. We're doing the show for you for many months and now probably... Probably about one year, which I am the part of the world famous animal radio. And but we I would you. like to thank you. Yeah, but uh, I would like to share with you, with Judy, and with our listeners that uh, being authoritative person, it's not enough. There are another three reasons, and one of them, of course, you have to be authoritative, but there are three top reasons why our dogs don't listen to us. Okay. Everyone who is there, grab the pencil or pen and write it down them, please. Can we ask the people to do that? Well, i got to get a pen and paper, too. So get your pen and paper. Judy, get the one, one, two. Judy, you, I'm you, ready. I'm always you're the problem. ready. Yeah, you're a problem maker all the time. Hey. <laughs> Puppy. Okay. <laughs> Reason number one. You are not in charge, and your dog knows it. Really, people, are you expecting your dog listen you out of gratitude just because you've done everything for your dog and you're expecting him just to listen to you just because of that? That is not going to be, that is not going to happen, even in Hollywood movie. You may be where mommy, daddy, or buddy to your dog, but not the master. Reason number two, you speak to your dog in the wrong language. You do speak to with your dog in English, but the only language your pet talks to you is Douglish. Ah. Yes, and speaking Douglish, it is very important. Let me very quickly give you three uh, most important vocal Douglish, maybe vocal uh, vocality of this so-called Douglish. We need to praise our dog in the high pitch. People tell your dog, good Carol, good Judy, good hell, <laughs> and the dog is hearing in English. 
Oh, excuse me, Douglas. Oh, we speak in Douglas. Good girl in English. Speak. Oh, I'm totally confused. We speak in English. Good girl. And in Douglas, it is sound. By opposite, use low tone of voice when you discipline. Say, ah, 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 Judy. And the dog is hearing. That is growling. Barking command, say, let's go. Instead of let's go, the dog hears the bark. That is very important. People, no English, just doglish. And number three, you probably, you probably folks have a very poor techniques or you probably follow the wrong methods to training your puppy. Remember, doggy mama is not the human mama. She has uh, three rules to follow. No, she never gives any commands which she cannot, in, which she cannot enforce. She always reinforces her commands, and she never repeats them. Doggy mama has two expressions. She has the tongue to lick, and she has the teeth to bite. And the puppy obeying her for the same two reasons, wants to get her lick and avoid her bite. It's no matter what you say, people, it's what you've done. That is why once you say something, even if the moon will fall down on the earth, you know, that or not, but you have to reinforce your words quickly, otherwise the dog will never be, uh, will never associate you with authority. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Judy, I wish I could be your pet. Oh, boy. I'll tell you that right now, because your, <laughs> your pets get the royal treatment. Uh, it's Animal yes, Radio, I by the way. I pamper them. Yes, you, you really do. You take care of your animals very well, feed them very well. You're always coddling them. I bet you make many a man jealous. Boyfriend jealous? <laughs> Let's go well, to the boyfriend, phone. Boyfriend, I have a dog. I don't need a boyfriend. Yeah, you don't need one. Okay. They're the replacement, definitely. <laughs> they smell less than guys, usually, I hear. 1-866-405-8405. I believe we have Steve on the phone. Hi, Steve. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. What do you have going on there? Uh, I got a male, African gray. He's about three. We've had him since uh, about two years. He'll sit on your finger, you know. You can tell him to step up, but mm-hmm. but his but his uh, what do you call it claws are getting mm-hmm. they just digging just dig into your finger or your hand, just wherever he gets. Is there a secret? Have you tried trimming them? I've tried, but he, you know, uh, I don't, I don't. I'm not home that much, and my wife, she's half scared of him. He's kind of nailed her a couple times. <laughs> yeah. I'm home mainly on the weekends, so I don't, you know, I hadn't been around him a whole lot. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, well, he just he just starts hollering when you try to, you know, try to, try to trim him. Oh sure, and for African gray or any parrot, you know they're a they're a mighty mighty powerful beak there. So you know if you're not comfortable doing nail trimming for birds and especially the larger birds, then you know this is the greatest reason for putting that bird in a pet carrier and taking them over to your local vet. Um, 
and hopefully they they do, they do trim bird uh, toenails because it really is something that if you're not comfortable with, um, you can get hurt and he yeah. can get hurt too. So we want to yeah. make sure that that be said first and foremost because we do at my office a lot of bird trimming, um, we, uh, wing trimming, nail trimming, you name it. And that's for several reasons. One is because it's a hard thing to do at home for a lot of folks. Um, the restraint is very important. Uh, we don't want a bird getting their nails trimmed that is wiggling or flapping their wings. Um, they could really hurt themselves. But another reason why I recommend getting a professional to do this type of thing is that it can, for some birds, it can kind of break down some of that bond that they have with their close yeah. family member. And it can really, it's hard when they look up and they see your face, if you're the primary yeah. caregiver, and you're the one uh, doing the naughty things to those toenails. So that's the other reason why I do like to get a professional involved but if you do feel like you want to trim the nails um, there's some bird restraint techniques that um, are very important and one is to always be safe with your hands so we we will and when we handle birds in our office we use a large towel for um, a parrot sized bird and we kind of gently put that over the bird and then hold on to their head firmly um, through the towel we don't want wings flapping. We don't want body parts flying. If that happens and you're not comfortable, I'd say stop the game and get a professional involved. But with the use of a towel, we can restrain them comfortably and get to those feet without causing harm to them. But we want to make sure birdie can breathe because <laughs> birds, if you squeeze them too much in a towel, they won't be able to breathe and it can be very dangerous. So, um, now, were you trying to use regular nail trimmers with the bird or? The breeder that we bought him from uh-huh. give us give us uh, uh, what she said she had, she uses on all of hers. So you know, I, I assume that's the correct thing. At all. Sure, but is it like a nail, like a scissor type nail trimmer, or is it an electrical tool? No, it's like a scissor. Okay, because this is one of the cases where veterinarians, you know, a lot of orthopedic veterinarians love power tools. I don't get to use them much in my office except for when I'm working with birds because I do use a Dremel tool to actually file their nails down. And it it tends to be very comfortable for the birdie, and it's more comfortable for the family members when we have nice, smoothed-out nails. So um, I'm going to put another advertisement for your veterinarian to get your birdie over there and get this taken care of. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, we've got one of them while they come. Call them petty paws that we do our our mm-hmm. puppies and all them, and, and all of them are, have already, you know, they've got used to that. But he's, I guess, he's high strung, and you know, he he's not coming. Around. You know, I, I I'm not gonna press the issue. I don't want to hurt him, and don't want him mad at me. You know, oh yeah. yeah. My wife, she he's. When we first got him, he he uh, he liked me more than than he did her, and he he nailed her a couple of times. So she's scared now. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I I don't I don't want to hurt him. I don't want him really upset. You know. Yeah. So I guess Definitely. the best thing would be to care care to our vet. No. 
Yeah, and and then you can tell them they got to deal with it then. <laughs> but yeah. we're professionals. We're used to that. Yeah. We know how to handle with caution and and to hopefully not get our fingertips taken off. Right. But <laughs> thank you for your call and uh, nice to get some bird calls down here. I enjoy that. Uh, this is Dr. Debbie at Animal Radio. Interesting about Dr. Debbie is she's uh, so into her business that mm-hmm. every time she comes into work, she'll mm-hmm. actually ask me to flip my lips, do the gum thing. She'll check my gums. <laughs> And then she'll ask for a urine test or a blood test. I was going to say, I'm going to snap my glove. (laughs) Uh, You're in trouble now. But I'm one healthy guy, I'll tell you that right now. If I I was a dog or a cat, I would definitely want Dr. Debbie to be my vet. And, of course, she is the animal radio vet. She's not just somebody who comes here and answers a few calls every weekend. She actually does take care of our animals, so we trust her dearly, and we trust her with your animals. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people. Things looked bad for Sharon Lorio. She had lost control of her car on a curve, rolled down a hill, and was thrown from her car in a heavily wooded area in Georgia. Then things looked even worse when out of nowhere came a large fairy animal. Sharon was bruised and covered with blood and was now afraid she was going to be eaten by some wild animal. When a friendly dog walked over to her and licked her face... The 70-pound dog then pulled her by her shirt collar, dragged her for about 50 yards through briars to the highway, and let her lean against them so she could flag a passing motorist. The wayward dog, now named Hero, was then taken to the animal shelter where his owners declined to take him back because he was always wandering off. Sharon wanted to adopt him, but she already had six dogs. But don't worry, so far 50 people have expressed interest in adopting Hero. But he's meeting with a trainer for the chance to work as a rescue dog, something he loves doing naturally. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Data collected over an eight-year period shows the English Cocker Spaniel ranked highest on the list of most aggressive dogs. Spain's School of Veterinary Medicine at the Autonomous University of Barcelona looked at over a 1,000 cases of dog aggression and found the male golden variety Cockers were the worst offenders, followed closely by Rottweilers, Boxers, Yorkshire Terriers, and German Shepherds. Discovery News reported coat color may be to blame. There's a biochemical pathway shared by the coat pigment melanin, dopamine, and other brain chemicals associated with aggressive behavior. The study further found English cockers with different coat colors and females had a lower incidence of hostile behavior. That's just leaning on speciest right there. <laughs> that would be racist Calm down, if that was humans. This sorry. is a study, okay? A study okay, was I'm done. Sorry. Hey, come on. They know what they're doing. It's a university. (laughs) Shut up, hell. The Mile High City is taking action against owners who leave pets in hot cars. Denver animal control officers will be checking parked cars for dogs. As summer approaches, temperatures soar, and the interior temperature of a car on a sunny day can reach 130 degrees in a very short period of time. Denver is going to be issuing tickets to offenders, and it carries a charge of animal cruelty along with a fine. 
Denver's animal control officers say they'll be on the lookout all summer, and they unfortunately find most dogs in places like the parking lots of the Rockies games and the Denver Zoo. That's the same city that outlawed pit bulls, by the way. I'm sorry. There really? I go again. Will you shut me up, please? We just love yeah. your interjections. Thanks for sharing, Hal. I'm being quicker Here's some trained. good news. <laughs> some good news for summer travelers. If you don't like to leave your furry little friends behind, Southwest Airlines has rescinded their previous no pets policy. Beginning with travelers on June 17th, Fifi or Fido can board for a $75 fee. That's each way. The airline has some strict guidelines, though, since it will not allow animals in the cargo hold of their planes. Therefore, your pet must be compact. Unlike JetBlue that gives two frequent flyer points per pet per flight, Southwest isn't going that far just yet. <laughs> I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Hi, this is Iron Chef Kat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, the whole gang's here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard today, sporting a green drink as opposed to the brownish <laughs> drink he usually has with him. Hey, he has all these mixtures. Animal <laughs> communicator Joy Turner on the way, as well as Susan Sims checking in from Albuquerque, New Mexico, as part of the Route 60. Get your licks on Route 66 tour. We want to thank Bissell, 3M, Toyota, One Hope, and Perina uh, for helping out with us. Oh, La Quinta also. They joined on late, so they're not on this list here. Can we put them on that list? Yes, write them down. If you want to the learn more list. about... Yes, the, it is a big thank you list. If you want to learn more about what cities they're coming to, it's all along Route 66. If you want to learn more about the whole tour, getyourlicks.org is the website. Uh, this hour of Animal Radio brought to you by Lucky Dog Cuisine. If you're a regular Animal Radio listener, you know that this is the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. That's so, all she eats. Well, it's a little different than the food that you buy in the stores. Definitely a lot different. It doesn't come in a can. It uh, actually comes here via FedEx on dry ice. Because it's made in their kitchen, it has no preservatives in it. That's why, you know, it's, it doesn't come in a can with those preservatives. It has to be kept cool. Mm-hmm. And it has some great ingredients put together by a wonderful nutritionist and uh, Dr. Janice Ellenboss, who's actually started this company. It's, it's one of those smaller companies. And I like that when I'm thinking about food for my animal. And Ladybug loves getting the mail. She regularly. does. She waits for the FedEx guy. She used to, she used to get a 
upset when the FedEx guy comes? No more. Not anymore. The beautiful thing about it is that it's uh, it's about the same price as premium food delivered by FedEx on dry ice. So if you're thinking about it, check them out. Lucky Dog Cuisine. LuckyDogCuisine.com is the website. And the phone number, 843-227-5900. We'll put links at AnimalRadio.com. Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. We go to which line? We go into line two? Two. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. What's on your mind today? Oh, I need to get infamous wisdom on dog food. All right. Uh, What's your particular question there? Well, I started off, oh, about 100 years ago with Imes, <laughs> then went to Science Diet, then went to Purina Pro, then went to Nutro. Wow. Now trying to go to uh, Blue Buffalo. Okay. In the never-ending search for what is the best dog food? Oh, it's a nebulous question, isn't it? <laughs> and it's hard to give an accurate answer for just everybody. Well, tell me about what kind of pets you're feeding here. Uh, one's a 14-year-old Shepherd Husky, and the other is a 3-year-old Corgi Rat Terrier. Okay. And any kind of health conditions, problems that you're dealing with with these guys? Uh, other than a uh, 14-year-old just being 14. And <laughs> just the usual kind of aches and pains and kind of the old dog type things. Yeah, unfortunately, I think probably next two or three weeks I'm going to have to put him down. Oh, golly. I'm thinking steak is what I'm thinking, and bacon <laughs> is what I'm thinking. What he's entitled to, yeah, at this point, definitely. <laughs> so as far as, for the, what is the reason that you've kind of jumped around from brand to brand? Was it that the pets didn't accept it, didn't like it, or were you not happy with how they were doing on the food? Just always looking for better. Always looking for better. More, more nutritious, well, better ingredients. Yeah. Well, some of what you've mentioned were some, you know, very large um, companies that have a lot of sound nutrition and a lot of research behind their food. So I can't really find fault with, with a, a lot of the brands you mentioned. Um, it's really, for me, it's a matter of, first and foremost, um, what we try to feed and also what the pet likes and what they accept. Because no matter how good it is for you, if they don't eat it, then it's a waste of your money and effort. So um, that always plays a role in when I'm making a diet recommendation because every pet is different. And, you know, if we've got a little finicky poodle that will only eat semi-soft or canned food, um, that really kind of narrows the, the frame down. Now, if, you've go, if you're going more with a kibble-based diet, there's a lot of good brands that you mentioned there, and I don't really have qualms with many of those. Um, you know, Science Diet, IAMS, um, you know, all of those are, you know, at the top of the list. There's some other brands, and you mentioned Blue Buffalo, and that's a brand that a lot of people aren't familiar with, but I don't have any qualms with that. Uh, Natural Balance, Royal Canin is another good one. Innova. I mean, there's a lot of brands out there, so I'm probably going to hold back saying that there's a single best food, um, but I would try to find what works good for your pet, what provides consistent stool quality and hopefully uh, if it's a better quality food we see less poop and that would be one of the big uh, goals that i would have for you okay it's good and safe to stay with neutro you know, yeah, I and mean, we do have some concerns going on currently with uh, some of the food recall with the cats in Nutro um, as far as, but I think that's, um, it's still a good company and a lot of these recalls that they're doing now are more a little bit proactive rather than reactive versus what we went through a few years ago. Um, so I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. And, um, you know, if, if your pets, if they like the kibble at Science Diet or IAMS or um, you mentioned so many different ones, it just... 
I don't change uh, uh, foods too much in, here in my office, so it's even hard for me to keep track of all those different foods as far as what they might have done for your pets. Um, but uh, is there one or two that sticks out that is a that you felt the pets did better with? Neutro. Uh, Neutro. Okay. Yeah. So if, if it's working. If it's working for you and it gives you good, consistent quality, then, um, yeah, absolutely. I, I wouldn't feel bad about that. Give that a shot. Let us know how it works there. I appreciate your time today. one 405 8405 Now, let me just make sure I have this straight because I maybe I just missed something here. One of his dogs mm-hmm. is a few weeks away from being euthanized, and he was wondering what kind of food. To, to feed it? Is it? Well, he's, you know, what he should feed dogs in general, not just Judy, one. in my last two weeks, uh-huh. make sure it's cheeseburgers. Okay. And cake and ice cream. Oh, that'd be on my, <laughs> my list. Mine too. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vinnie Penn coming at you with another party animal segment on Animal Radio. Uh, I want to talk to you about a dog that lives in the house on the other, through my backyard, into the backyard beyond mine, and next door. He's a dog I'd like to name Rooster. I'd like to go over and meet this family and find out the name of the dog and and say, might I suggest you change his name from King or, or Rover or whatever it is to Rooster? Because he just loves to wake up the neighborhood, doesn't he? He loves to do it like we're all living in the country. Rooster just wants to be out there barking soon as the sun comes up. When the sun comes up, does it make Rooster have to move his bowels? Is that what it is? Is the sun an instigator for a bowel movement? Because it's the same time every morning. The owners don't seem to mind. They let Rooster go and go and go and go. I think if he stopped, they would actually come out and hit Rooster's snooze button to get him to go all over again. I've never even heard someone yell to him to come back into the house or to quiet down or throw him out some sort of a bone. I've got to go over there and find out his name and change it to Rooster. Maybe I'll leave in their mailbox the old Alice in Chains song. Ah, they come to see the rooster. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I do these segments, I get ideas. Maybe that's not such a good thing. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal people is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published 10 times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. 
visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. This is Emmylou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay new to your pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. The whole gang's here. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is working on some kind of beverage again. I think he's changed beverages, by the way. <laughs> he's Different. always mixing up something. Ever since the DEA stopped by, yeah, he's changed beverages. I know, yeah, it's, it's, have you noticed it's not green anymore? Oh, I'm sorry, anymore. that was animal control. My mistake. <laughs> Vinny Penn is on the way, as well as Susan Sims, uh, checking in from Albuquerque, New Mexico, part of the Route 66 tour, adopting those animals out with the North Shore Animal yeah. League. Very good. Very, I, w- I wish I could have been with her this time around, you know. But You know, uh, we got to do it next year. It's just yeah. such an easy excuse for a road trip for us. <laughs> as so long as we have enough bail money. They really, you know, that's the, that would be the only problem. I think that's why they didn't want to do it this year with us. They just wanted to send Susan because they okay. knew it would cost a lot to send us. They so to, I suggest that we just line up some bail sponsors. Bail sponsors. I like that. Yeah. Animal communicator Joy Turner is with us answering your... Well, she's she's bridging that gap between you and your animal. And we have Tom on the phone. Hi, Tom. Hello. How are you doing today? Very good. Where are you? I'm in uh, Divine, Texas. Okay. Okay. I well, love that. Divine, Texas. Uh-huh. You're on with animal communicator Joy Turner. Hello there, Tom. Yes, I was wondering if you could tell me... Uh, it, my dog, she jumped off the chair the other day, and she hurt her foot, and I was wondering if she thinks there's anything else we could do for her. Okay, tell me your dog's name. Sasha. Sasha? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and what kind of a dog is Sasha? She's a Maltese and Pekingese. She's just a little tiny dog. Yes, and she says that she's not sure, but there may be a tiny little bone in her foot that's cracked or something like that. And oh. I can tell you from my own personal experience, I had a dog that actually broke one of those little bones in his foot, and the vet said that they're so tiny you can't really set them, so you just have to kind of let them heal. Now, whether that's still true, I don't know, because that happened for me a lot, a lot of years ago. But she thinks that um, something in there is a little harder, a little more sore than just a sprain. Sometimes, too, they can actually move the bones of their feet out of the place they're supposed to be in. So I would suggest that possibly if you know a chiropractor for dogs, they might be able to check out her foot and see if perhaps there is um, something that they can do to help with that. Maybe it is a bone out of place instead of a bone crack. Okay, yeah, I can do that. There has to be somebody in our area. Well, you would think so, and... um, there is a website for alternative vets for chiropractic, and if you don't have that, I have it actually on my website. How is it all right if I give out my website? Absolutely. Okay, it's on talkwithyouranimals.com. You would go to my links page, and on there you'll see it's American Holistic Vet Association, I think is what it is, and there's also a um, an animal chiropractic, but I can't remember what's 
that one is called, but it's all there on that links page on my website. And we'll link to that, too, from AnimalRadio.com, all that information that she's just given out. By the way, if you want to hook up with Joy Turner during the week for a 45-minute session, she does this for a living. She can do this with you and your animal. The animal doesn't have to be alive, does it, Joy? No, actually, I can talk with animals and humans who have crossed over. Okay, head on over to the website, talkwithyouranimals.com, or call us at 1-866-405-8405. We have more Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Millions of homeless animals are waiting patiently in shelters to find new homes. Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America have teamed up for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Adoption Tour. This life-saving tour will cross the country to spread the word that adopting a shelter pet is the right choice. Special thanks to presenting sponsors Purina and the Purina One Hope Network, plus supporting sponsors Bizzle Home Care, Animal Radio, Toyota, the 3M Company, and La Quinta. To learn more about this life-saving tour, visit GetYourLicks.org today. Adopt a shelter pet. It's the right choice. It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. You can also email us during the week. All our addresses up at the website at animalradio.com. I got this email last week. It has nothing to do with uh, animals whatsoever. It says, hey, a few weeks ago, Hallie, you were talking about a credit card savior. They put savior in quotes here. <laughs> and you haven't talked about it since. What's up? I need, to, I need to know their number. Okay, so I dug it out for you because they did help me out. Let me just tell you this right now. Anybody who has any kind of credit problems, write this number down now because I may not have the number in a week or two. They're not just active. Just say they, the number for God's sake. Okay. It's one eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. One eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. Write it down. If you don't want to call them now, you don't have to call them now. But in a few weeks, maybe you'll say, "Hey, I'm in over my head on my credit card, and I need help out." These guys can help you out without doing the bankruptcy thing. We all want to avoid the bankruptcy thing if we can. You're not alone. I'm not alone. A lot of us have in trouble. So give them a call. One eight eight eight. Five five one seven seven eight eight. We go to Mickey on line four. Hi, Mickey. How are you? Hi. Thanks so much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Of course. It. Um, I have a little a four year old Bichon that recently came down with something called cups, chronic ulcerate, ulcerative periodontal stomatitis. Mm-hmm. Is that? I'm wondering if you can tell me anything about that. I'm real worried the vet says it's going to be chronic and we just have to keep coming back treating him with antibiotics periodically yeah now what kind of dental work has he had already he's had uh, 12 of his teeth pulled and of course they've been cleaned and um, since this has happened he's been on antibiotics on uh, probably well currently he's on them he's been on for two weeks and prior to that he was on them for about a month um, and that was about a, two months ago. So mm-hmm. currently I'm trying to just brush his teeth at the best I can and put soothing things on his gums and do stuff about in relationship to his uh, the plaque on his teeth because apparently mm-hmm. it has something to do with plaque. And exactly. We see, actually we see this kind of condition a lot more even in cats. Yeah. And it, it's basically where the body almost attacks the 
bacterial, the presence of the bacterial products on the teeth. And um, it, it basically, the gums become uh, a barrier for that battle, and they suffer the brunt of that. And that leads to horrible gingivitis, um, loss of teeth. And, you know, a lot of cases, unfortunately, it's a tough battle to fight, and we may end up actually pulling large amounts of their teeth. Um, now, efforts and home care are definitely important. So brushing the teeth, using antiseptic rinses, um, either as a rinse or as a brush, are important. Um, and all that being said, we can try a lot of things like the barriers, such as Oravet, which is um, kind of a application you put on at home and it helps to kind of provide provide an invisible barrier so that uh, we don't have as much of a reaction to these products on the teeth but it is challenging so um in, in a lot of cats we end up almost extracting all the teeth out of the mouth because it really it's, it's such a comfort issue and, and have you had much of a problem with a lot of discomfort or pain from these teeth yeah Yes. Well, yes. Uh, he, he was in a lot of pain initially, and his his gums were really inflamed. Couldn't even touch his little jaw. Now, I, I really, I've been trying to get into his mouth a little bit, and he is doing better. He's on antibiotics. His gums don't appear so inflamed, but he's that's mm-hmm. going to stop in three days. So we'll be. I hope it doesn't kick back up, and don't know what else exactly. To do. And really, it, we get to a point where, you know, if all these remedies were for not winning the battle, it's a horrible thing for, for somebody to have to hear, we need to pull all your dog's teeth. Yes. But if it is a comfort and a quality of life issue, they don't need those teeth. They can eat soft food really well. And I know a lot of dogs that eat canned kibble or dry kibble without any problem with no teeth. So, um, I focus on the on the pain control and what's going to be best for for your baby. So, um, okay, uh, yeah, okay. It's well, a, it's a bizarre problem that we see in these dogs, and a lot of times, you know, yeah. as a pet owner, I commend you because as a veterinarian, um, sometimes we look at the teeth and say, "Oh my God, aren't you taking care of your dog's teeth?" But it, yeah. this is really more of a medical problem that you can try all that you can, but um, okay. don't feel bad. You know. Okay. Well, it seemed to flare up real sudden, very suddenly too. So, I mean, it started very suddenly. So, can't really understand that. But I'm trying all kinds of different stuff, and that it sounds like you're saying that we're on the right, the best track that's known at this time, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And in some cases, you know, we'll, we may look at things like immune suppressants, things like steroids, and things like that for comfort. So I don't know if you have kind of battled around with things like that as well. But yeah, um, she did try that too, and that may or may yeah, it seemed like that might have helped too, but temporary. But it's a temporary <laughs> fix. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, definitely a. A dentist nightmare and, and probably your little um, your baby's uh, nightmare as far as having those those ouchy teeth there. Yeah. Well, thanks so much and uh, I'll, yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate your show. I listen a lot. So. We thank you very much. Please go give your dog a hug from all of us here at Animal Radio. We send all our all our love. I sure will. Thank you again. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Oh, I'm sorry, family here at Animal Radio. Yes, family. We're Be nice. Family. Yeah, you you kept me in the in the doctor dungeon all day here, <laughs> working hard. Okay, I'm going to let you out of your doctor dungeon then. Okay, you're going to let me out. Okay. You know, some of the words that you chose today, I thought were serving, and <laughs> it was almost like oppressive uh, slave labor. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's in one of those moods. I'm today. a whip cracker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all righty. Very good. That's all we have time for this week. one 405 8405 That number is open all week long for your questions and your emails at AnimalRadio.com. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.